Troy Rank of Denver 7 joins us. He's presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air. Troy, it was a, a very unique press conference uh, the other day with Sean Payton, George Payton, Greg Penner all talking. The, the biggest question I have, we're all focused in on the quarterback and what they do next. Being around Sean Payton for this last year, do you get the sense that Sean is a swing for a quarterback in the first round type guy or somebody who believes I can do more with less at the quarterback position? Yeah, I mean, I would say the latter for right now, but there's just so much time between now and the draft. And when they look at the roster and they do a you know, that full in-house assessment of where they are, that could change. You know, you have the 12th pick, so you're in position to move up. Even if you stay, you probably have a real good chance to get a Bo Nix or a Michael Penix. So, you know, that idea that they would take a quarterback there, I can't dismiss it. We don't know Peyton that well in that regard. He had Drew Brees for 15 years, so he didn't have to do this. You know, he hasn't developed and coached a young quarterback as a head coach. He did in Dallas with a a Tony Romo, if you will. But, I mean, you're talking almost 30 years ago. So, I would think based on him benching Russell Wilson for Jared Stidham, there's a belief he can find, you know, a certain type of quarterback to run his offense on time with, you know, do the right checks at the line of scrimmage and just do it that way. So that would be my lean right now, but they might get through this process and say, you know what, we can't get to where we want to go doing it this way. We don't have enough talent around this player. We might have to get on the more explosive player in the draft. I do know this. A rookie coming in and operating Sean Payton's offense in the first year, that's going to be a challenge. Mm -hmm. He puts a lot on his quarterback. That quarterback's going to have to be smart. That quarterback's going to have to have thick skin. I'm talking about a rookie to come in and do it right away. That's why the idea of a a Garoppolo, Sam Darnold type, uh, would that be more appealing with a rookie and sit him and then two of the three make the team? There's just a lot of variance right now. Troy, what did you make of the combined response? Seemed like it was, you know, a little pre-rehearsed, or at least they had their keywords down on how they handled the Russell Wilson situation since it was the first time that we'd heard from George Payton and from Greg Penner. And quite frankly, Troy, what they plan on doing moving forward. Yeah, I don't see a path forward with Russell Wilson with the Broncos. Now, they've left that door open. I think that in part was trying to take the high road, given how this thing has played out over the last few weeks. They've taken a hit. Um, I do believe, you know, in talking to sources, if there's one thing they could have done differently, you know, and part of this is the bye week and that's when NFL business is done. But if, if they had to do one thing differently in talking to people, it, it would be Sean Payton talking to Russell Wilson and then the agent talking to George Payton. So if Payton tells him, even after the Chiefs game, which the timing stinks because it's a huge win, probably their biggest in eight years, if Peyton tells Russell Wilson then, you know what, I know we won, we're playing better, but this offense is just not, it's not a fit. You're not running it the way I want to run it because the coach has a prerogative to bench whoever he wants. If he goes to Russell and just tells him, I don't know if this is working out, we're going to have mm-hmm. to make some tough decisions moving forward, then the agent, George Payton, uh, yeah. talks with Mark, you know, then GM George Payton talks with Mark Rogers. All of the pieces fit a lot better. Part of it was the bye week. I get it. Uh, but, you know, the idea he would come back, I just don't see that. Now, the only w- way Russell Wilson would have an appetite to come back would be if he looked at the landscape in the NFL and said, geez, if I get cut, where am I going to go? 
you know, let's say he's 38 at this time. Where am I going to go? He's not. He's still going to have one more opportunity, in my opinion, to start, whether that's Atlanta, Pittsburgh, New England. You know, there's probably three or four teams where he'd have a legitimate chance to either compete for the job or go in as the starter. So I don't see a scenario where he comes back. Because even if he did, he'd have to still adjust his contract, which he's shown he's not going to do. So I just don't see it. I just think this was their attempt to take the high road, Let's not get into a mudslinging match with a player that's not going to be here. Let's move on and do this as you know as seamlessly as possible after a very awkward benching and demotion. Troy, you expect any changes on the coaching staff? It wouldn't surprise me if there's a few. I'd be surprised if there's any change at the coordinators. Uh, and Joe Lombardi's been with Sean at, you know, at every stop. They work well together. And Vance Joseph, I know the overall stats are not kind to Vance, but you know, again, if you look post-Miami game forward, they, they were one of the better defense, certainly in terms of takeaways. The only reason they won five straight games, frankly, other than, you know, there were some, there were some great plays in the end of games by Russell Wilson, but the reason they were in those games in position to win was the defense. But that was not sustainable mm. where you're getting three takeaways a game. So I don't see that. But it, again, because so many openings are happening in the NFL, we see Belichick moving on today. You just don't know. They could have a coach get a promotion and then you're going to have to move. But I, I don't see and don't sense right now as we sit here, there would be any change in coordinators. And that continuity could help, guys. I mean, I know people want change, change, change. But this team had five coaches in eight years. They're changing you know, so six, seven offensive coordinators at some point. You know, you end up with this island of misfit toys through the draft and free agency. You've got to figure out what does a Bronco look like? What are the players we want? And then give it a little time to marinate. And Peyton has a clear vision for the players he wants. So give it a few years with the same coaches. I think that could help them because the lack of continuity has really undermined them the last few years. Troy, Sean had some pretty harsh words about their offense's performance this year, and he was asked about a foundation and about building. He said, look, we haven't even you know, laid the footers yet or whatever the, whatever the turn of phrase he used is. What sense do you get about how he feels about the roster as it currently stands and how much turnover are we really expecting here this offseason? Well, it's not going to be through huge waves of free agency again. That's, they made that clear that they're not going to be spinning the first wave as they did last year with McGlinchey, Powers, Stidham. Like, they're, they're not going to do it that way. And so that doesn't mean there won't be turnover. They've got to figure out the tight end position, whether that's Lucas Kroll and Dulcich and somebody else. Like, they cannot have another season where their tight end is complete void offensively for the most part. And, you know, you look to trade. Can you trade Judy? find an explosive receiver in the draft. You look to move, you know, Cortland Sutton so high on him to find an, I mean, I'm not saying I would, but they, they've got to get more explosive offensively. You know, they haven't had a thousand yard rusher or receiver since 2019. They're not explosive enough. They lack team speed too. I and mean, I asked George Payton about that and they're all happy that they created this physical identity and I'm not dismissing that. But somewhere with that, you have to have playmakers outside and you have to have guys who can win one-on-ones. And when they play teams with any speed, Houston, Detroit, Miami, they have no chance. And that's on both sides of the ball. So, you know, offensively, they need to add some speed. And whether you say that's running back, whether that's receiver, you've got to get a playmaking tight end. They're probably going to start, you know, they let Lloyd Cushenberry leave in free agency. Alex Forsythe probably moves to center. The line wasn't bad. You can work with what they did with the line. You're going to have to restructure Garrett Bowles to keep him moving forward to deal with the cap issues they're going to face. 
But for me, they just they need more talent offensively to run the offense that he wants to run. And it doesn't mean you have to spin in free agency. He's had a history of identifying guys in the draft or, you know, guys you wouldn't expect to be stars. But they got to get better offensively in terms of the fit and in terms of the talent and explosive talent to win one-on-ones. Troy, great stuff as always. We appreciate it. Thanks, pal. Thank you, Troy. You got a dip. Troy Rank Denver 7, presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air.